0: Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams. Brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Hi, so I'm Neil Driscoll, your host, and I've got my good friend Deb from MySail here. Thanks for joining us, Deb.
1: Thank you, Neil. Thanks for having me.
0: No problem. Now, today we are going to be helping, or trying to help, Run you through some stuff to do with one of the issues Deb and I both work with a lot is finding crew, um, finding crew, keeping crew, meeting base. Um Deb, you're, I mean, you're, you've come to us from uh, your company, MySale. Do you want to just explain what that does and why you know a bit about this?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, well, MySale's been running for about a year and a half now. We have over 3,000 members across Australia and New Zealand. Um, So we started to help deal with the problem of getting your crew sorted. So my sales like the LinkedIn for Sailing, um, it helps yacht owners manage their team as well as connect with new sailors. And so that means for the crew, Neil, that they can then connect out with new yacht owners and find some new sailing opportunities.
0: Awesome. And, you know, I've seen firsthand this working and it's it's an amazing tool and gradually finding its way around Australia and New Zealand and um, hopefully soon. Uh, some other parts of the world
1: that's right yeah
0: now more to um come. <laughs> no, sorry after you
1: i was just saying more to come
0: <laughs> now um one of the things i see when people first you know particularly looking at racing here you first start racing is fight finding crew you know, it's one thing finding a couple of people to come out and jump off the boat on a saturday afternoon finding crew to come and race your boat can be a bit tricky why do you think it is an issue to to find crew to join your boat what's the what what are the main hurdles that the yacht owners find from your perspective
1: yeah Neil well one of the things is just knowing where to find crew to begin with so if you're looking to find some new crew you need to have a place to go to actually find them so that's one of the things that my does is it gives you that place that you can find crew Beyond that, though, it's also understanding your objectives, understanding the level of where you are on your boat and what type of crew that you're looking for. So people are really busy these days. There's lots of conflicting priorities. Not everyone can make every race. Um, So if you have a really good pool of crew that you can tap into so that you always have enough crew for every race, Um, and just making sure that those are also the right crew for your team so it's not just about putting bums on boats it's about finding people that are going to fit into your team dynamics and want to do this type of racing that you're going to be doing
0: awesome thank you and and I mean within that then the other side I suppose is for crew I mean you've got the people that might have family work whatever life commitments meant that they've dropped out of sailing they usually find their way back in quite easily when you know platforms help but what about the the new people as well so I mean it's great that new people can get in but I I mean would you agree that the owners need to be clear on if if they're happy to take people on a journey you know because you might might be that they they all start with new crew but then in two years time everyone's sailing quite well is that
1: Absolutely. Uh, I've, I always encourage people, if you're running a program or a boat where it's suitable to take new people along and to help train them, it's a fantastic way to give back to the sailing community, to help get new sailors involved and to help grow the overall pool of sailors um, that are out there and that are available to be crew. So if you can take new people along, absolutely do that um, for some programs for some races you know that's not suitable you do need people with a bit more experience mm-hmm. um, but you might be running a boat that does mm-hmm. twilights and does a blue water sunita hobart program for your twilights grab some new people take them along when you can um obviously for your sunita hobart blue water program that you're probably going to want people who have some experience to do those those types of races
0: yeah awesome thank you and um and even within that though it's it's funny, isn't it? Like Some of the boats, well, I think four of the boats we've helped that are going to Hobart this year, I know half the crew they found because they were new to sailing and joined them for Twilight programs five years ago, and then they've gone on the journey together, and now they've really got awesome crew. that They're all also really good mates um, that know the boat. So, you know, being prepared to invest in people at the beginning of that sailing.
1: Absolutely, and if you're a skipper who's new to racing as well, and you're looking to build a program, then you're not likely to get the top-notch sailors on board if you're new to sailing yourself as a skipper. So get some people who have some experience, take some new people and help train them. So if you can get some onboard coaching, uh, you can make sure people have opportunities to learn as they go in a safe and supportive environment. Start with some racing that is suitable for newer both skippers and crew start with some twilight racing progress to some short inshore type of racing go to some short offshore racing and build your way up so that you can then as you said you're really building up a team and building up a crew together and that's quite a rewarding experience both for the skipper and for the crew that you're taking along that journey with you
0: awesome and and, um I mean, they say that the, you know, the very top of racing, um, it never goes unsaid that you know, in order to win the race, we need to finish the race, and um, and I think that sometimes people lose sight of that. The minute they hear the word racing, that's like, oh my god, we've got to win, we've got to get all these hot shots. But you know, if you can go from having been working late every night of the week to now finding that. Thursdays you're getting out for the office in time to go into a twilight race and you're just getting out there and getting amongst it and maybe you've got inexperienced people that's an amazing that's an amazing step in your sailing and realistically your lifestyle as well right so um Would you encourage people to... Where would you encourage them to start with that? Saturdays, Thursdays, Wednesdays?
1: Um, I mean, it, it depends on your experience. It depends on, I guess, when you have free time, if you've got kids, if you've got jobs and other programs. But definitely Twilight is a great way to get started. And as you said, be clear on your objectives. It's not about winning a race every time. If you're just starting out, you know, you're not going to beat somebody who's been racing for 20 years and has a really experienced crew. So getting around the course and finishing every race safely is a really great place to start. Also making sure that each week you're not necessarily, um, you're not necessarily comparing yourself to the best sailors out there, but you're using them to learn and you're trying to make incremental improvements to yourself and your team. That's a really good objective.
0: Well, and the good thing with the Australian PHS measurement is if you come last long enough, they'll give you a bottle of wine anyway.
1: Right? So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. <laughs> anyway, we won't go too
0: far on that one. But um, the um, the other bit then, so, you know, you found some crew, um, hopefully through your platform. But then once they've come to the boat, a bit of a passion of mine, you know, safety, induction. I know we we've chatted a bit about it. What are the kind of key headlines for inducting people or, you know, things to make sure you do if you're bringing new crew onto the boat?
1: Absolutely. If you've got somebody new who's joining your team, I would encourage you to talk to them before they come down for race day, send them an email or pick up the phone, and have a quick chat, make sure they know what they're getting themselves into. They know what to bring for the day. They know what to expect and what their role is going to be. That will help them um, be prepared and also be more comfortable with what they're doing. Uh, When they do come down, get them to come a bit early, somebody on the boat, whether it's yourself or one of the experienced crew can kind of show them around, explain their position, explain how you do things on your boat uh, and go over some of the safety details before you go out. That's probably an important thing to do um, on a regular basis, even for your regular crew is go over man overboard procedures, where safety equipment is, uh, some of those key details. You can develop some tools to help your crew with this as well. So you can maybe make a crew manual uh, that has some key safety details and some procedures uh, for your boat, a position playbook, position cards. There's some of these tools that you can kind of create once and share. And that means you're not kind of repeating this every time. Uh, we've got a lot of that on our blog. So if you go to blog.mysale.team, uh, there's lots of resources and information there as well for people to check out.
0: Yeah, I've had a good look at some really good stuff. It can be a bit overwhelming, but I mean, that that paperwork, that kind of stuff, I mean, you, it always needs revisiting. but. Both of us, we've worked with so many teams. You you see you see every possible level that you can think of, and and definitely the you know be it the skippers or people in their team that put some effort into that. I think you set a precedent of how things are, and um and you know might some of it might seem overkill, but you know the you are potentially even just a twilight. You're taking people you've never met before on a boat they've never been on, in a scenario where it's going to get dark, potentially windy. Um, whether or not there is any alcohol involved, you still need to be clear about making sure that you've done what you can, keep them safe, And, and even just a symbol that, you know, if someone falls off the boat and they are safe, that the new crew would know what to do to help out, so...
1: Yeah, oh, that's abso- key, isn't it? absolutely. And, you know, as you said, some of it might be overkill. Well, you might not need to make, you know, a crew manual position playbook, position cards, do lots of man overboard training for every single program. If you're just running twilight racing, it could be enough that people come down, you know, you just do a really five minute quick induction to your boat make sure people are comfortable um, that they're wearing a PFD if you know if it's going to be bad weather or if they don't know how to swim or they're not comfortable and just make sure that they know where safety equipment is and some key things.
0: And and one of the things I love with your platform is also you know again it's do it once use it multiple times the, the crew can also have uploaded their um, next of kin details or qualifications or uh, specific medical info so that if people have met that way anyway, then it means that they're able to, you know, the skipper, you know, if someone is injured and they just need to be able to call someone's wife and say, look, you know, they've hurt their arm they're on the way to hospital, that they they could.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. So if anybody who's on your crew list, um, you're able to access that detail. So that's by a, a, a skipper invites a crew to join the crew list. The crew accepts um, so that we're only sharing details when when they have permission to do so. But then you can access their next of kin details and some key safety details, as you said. You can also add some of your own notes if somebody has an alert, an allergy or medical condition. You can have that all kind of kept in one place to really help improve the safety on board your yacht.
0: And then just finally, just to wrap up, the um, just what about any advice for crew? So crew joining a boat, um, just things that they should think about... You know, to to really you know add value and fit into the team dynamic. What,
1: what yeah, are your key absolutely. Ones? Well, I mean, if you're a new crew joining someone else's yacht for the first time, remember it's somebody else's yacht. It's a team that's been together for a while. So you really go with an open mind, ask lots of questions. You know, find out how they do things on their yacht. It may be different from how you've done things in the past. Um, be open to learning new things, to trying different ways of doing things. Um, And also, make sure you're safe, though, and you're comfortable. If you go and join a yacht and, you know, you don't feel comfortable for whatever reason, don't, you know, feel afraid to kind of thank them but decline to go on the next race. Um, But also, you know, be really positive about it. There's a team dynamic where not everyone is going to necessarily get along with everyone else. uh, But you, you should be grateful and you should be thankful that somebody's invited you along on the yacht. So that's... That's kind of what I'd say for new crew.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Deb. I couldn't agree more with all of that. Um, and then I, I was just also going to add in terms of uh, stuff you can bring to the table. Uh, I mean, we we've got an online platform that means for example if if you wanted to just rock up and you might not be a gun sailor yet but you might be able to just start learning your vhf or your navigation or some of the preparation in our online skipper so there's a lot you might be able to do and you'll be amazed a lot of boats um until they're doing full on offshore races there's no one around that actually really knows how to use the radio or navigate or anything like that yeah. so actually you know taking a bit of time to learn some of that obviously prefer you to use my platform um, <laughs> then um you, uh, you 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 might find that you can become an asset in areas
1: that you hadn't even thought about absolutely and and going to the vhf um course so we recently had a request for a crew that had a um a marine radio operator certificate uh, for a race where that was required and uh, looking through the database actually i've i realized It's something that a lot of people don't have. So, if you are looking to do some offshore racing where some of these certifications are required, then it's a really great way to kind of get some more opportunities to go offshore um, by having some of these certifications, uh, as well as, you know, giving you valuable knowledge and improving safety on board as well. So, uh, even if it's just from a purely selfish reason, uh, that's, you know, I would definitely recommend crew take as many qualifications as they can.
0: Awesome. Well, look, Deb, thanks very much. I really enjoy um, helping get people out in the water with you, and we'll do another one of these later in the year.
1: Absolutely. We'd love to. Thank you so much for having me, Neil. Thanks.